getting things ready, so you know, bottles all ready to rock. Well, there you go. Because we are back. Welcome to Extreme Tasting League Scotch Edition. I'm your host, Dave. And I am Cedius. And joining us again, we have Lana. Hello. And uh, you know, a couple more bottles. Another random question. Another toast that we are making up just at the tail end of things. Cause I've, I've got one for tonight. You, you have one for tonight? All right. I've got one for I'm, I'm glad you thought of something this week, because seriously, I, I, I don't make you be in charge of much, Dave. I was really tired. Yeah. How tired are you? It sounded like, you know, you were expecting that. No, no. 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 Okay. No, he, 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 was, he was tired last time. He's more well-rested this time. As, as, you know, I'm just trying to set you up for what I think. It has been two weeks since we last saw each other. Mm-hmm. It sure has. Well. And tonight, tonight we will be having the Glen Morengi, the La Santa. And if I had some little canastas or something, I'd totally... Start flamenco dancing? That's right. Because that would be a sight. Indeed. I really don't need to see ever. And if you were Riley, <laughs> you would have seen it already in your mind's eye. Oh, jeez. Oh, man, we need to get him on. Oh. I just want to... We'll just break him over and over. He doesn't listen to the show. He'll no, he's got no idea. He'll never see it coming. No. I, of course, I don't know what we'd have to bribe Lucinda with to let its ass out of the house, but... Scotch? Yeah, she's still pregnant as far as I know. Oh, it won't be for long. Yeah. I mean, that only happens for nine months. Yeah, and they got to be getting towards the tail end of that. I think I think they yeah. had a December due date, didn't they? I don't know. Like, yeah. they talked to me. Yeah. Um, and then the Glenlivet French Oak Reserve 15-year will be our second dram of the night. You hear that? I used a buzzword. Yeah, because I haven't said expression in a while, so <clears throat> someone had to pick up my slack, apparently. Yeah, I'm What episode impressed. are we on? Shut up, Dave. <laughs> That's what episode we're on. No, we're on 22. <laughs> episode 22. It's almost been a year. It has almost been a year. So is there an anniversary episode in the works? Well, we'll have to think of something for the 25th show, because the 25th show will also be the first of season two. So, I thought we started in February. I know. That's why I'm trying to figure out how the math works on this, because we seem off. <laughs> You're the one who's supposed to be in charge of counting. Yeah, and the count is right, because I put a number up every time, so I, we haven't Wait, missed anything. didn't you say you were in Calc 2? Shush. <laughs> Shush. <laughs> one, two, three, five. Three, sir. Three. Yeah, I screwed <clears throat> that up. But that's okay. We'll be having scotch. Indeed. Alrighty. Oh, that one didn't make a sweet noise or anything. Oh. Man, I feel so... I feel so... Bereft? Yeah. Let's see. That's okay. The guests and Adam and Adam. And then we had... Alright. Sort of a medium amber here. Yeah, the color's a little... A little weak, but a little caramely, too, at the same time. Well, I'm sure this one will say something about natural, no caramel color added, or some garbage, or something or other. Yeah, no, I'm I'm right. It's 22. We're at 22? Because, yep, because you... We've got... I I have to do some maintenance on the website. We're, We're... 
the the yes, summary page only goes do. through fourteen. Shut up, Dave. Uh, so so episodes fifteen and sixteen we had Adam. Seventeen and eighteen we had um, Kelvin, and then nineteen and twenty we had Aaron and and John Robert, and then just Aaron. So twenty one and twenty two is her. So yeah. And there's a special edition snuck in there because someone couldn't come to a MegaCon. I could have come to a MegaCon. Yeah, you 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 sounded like you had stuff going on. I so. totally needed some time off from everything, and that included people. Yeah, I uh, I actually had to catch up on a bunch of sleep. I'm I'm actually a, a little embarrassed. I actually fell asleep. Or, or was dozing. I didn't actually fall completely asleep during the uh, second Geeks Without God episode that was recorded there. I was I was uh, on the first one. We, we, we played Dragon Raid, which is a... Um, well, I'm going to phrase it in parlance that we'll understand. It's a, it's a Christian role-playing game. Oh, yeah, yeah, you what? told me about that. They, they, they don't call it a role-playing game because role-playing games are the devil. This is... This is, right. this is uh, a fantasy simulation or something like that to, to not be an RPG. But yes, it's a... Uh, Put your pen on the table. It makes a clinky noise. Yeah, it's uh So so Dragon yeah, Raid, it's... it's any other clinky noises. It is, it is very like to a normal role-playing game, except that there are no such things as spells. There are word runes. And word runes are nothing but Bible passages. And for a rude word... Rude word Word, Word rune, rune, me talking, take two. To work, you have to say chapter and verse, read it, and then say the chapter and verse again. Yeah, I couldn't do chapter and verse, but... So, so the whole shush, shush, God created shush. the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. Blah, blah, blah. And blah, the face of God blah, rested blah, upon the... Or blah, no, blah, blah, the spirit of yeah, God rested yeah, upon yeah, the face yeah, of the waters, yeah. and God said, let there be light. And there was light. Yeah, most people can quote the beginning of Genesis, Dave. That's not impressive. If I remember correctly, I think my husband's um, confirmation confirmation passage that he wanted, that they wouldn't let him choose, was, and they packed up their asses and left. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I actually broke something out, and, and you know, it being Geeks Without God, we were all actually reading the passages out of the book. I mean, we, had, we had to bring a hotel Bible in as reference. Um, but I actually could quote one um, mostly because it's a line from Boondock Saints, and I discovered that it actually is a Bible passage, and so memorized that one and, and used it in the game um, in an appropriate spot, and since it's, it's not an official word rune of the game, Nick had to make up on the fly what power it would give me. It's uh, Genesis 9-6. Uh, it was, uh, Whosoever spilled a man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed, for in the image of God made he man. Basically, I used that immediately after Molly's character had taken damage. So basically, it was a, a, a taunt that I am going to smite him for hitting her. Mm. And Nick said, no, that's kind of cool. I'll give you plus two to hit. Nice. And so, uh, turns out plus two is not enough for me to hit. <laughs> it would have been nice if he made it an automatic hit, but no. Uh, well, he, there's also the, uh, the he, Pulp Fiction quote that everybody knows. Right, and, and, which actually, you know. Remind me. Literally is they, 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 Ezekiel something. Yeah, it's... Uh, the, 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 the whole uh, rant right before yeah, Sam Jackson. I walked through the Valley of the Shadow of Death. Uh, you know, oh, that something, one. Something, something. No, it's not that one. No, it's not that one. That's Psalms. That's the... Yeah, no, no, it's... He shall know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Yeah, my righteous vengeance or something. Yeah, it's... it's 
long, and <clears throat> we obviously have, don't have it memorized, but it is a legitimate yeah. know, verse, and so... Um, but no, it was... Uh, wow, I'd really suck at that. It was a painful game. It was very painful. And, and there was no such thing as XP in that game. You got maturity points, and you only got maturity points for saying the word runes from memory. So basically, the whole point of the game is that you should memorize Bible passages. Of course. And it surprises you. you no, know, this really doesn't. And the mechanics of the game were shit. Uh, they, they, and this surprises you. Uh, less so. Um, the there was a Christian CCG that I wanted to try about a decade ago. It involved going back in time to uh, something or other. Right. Right. Now, 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 admittedly, we we all agreed. We all agreed. You don't have to go back in time. Jesus and the dinosaurs were at the same time. You yeah, that's what I mean. Haven't you seen that picture? Um, no, the. Uh, uh, the the game's mechanics were far better than the Left Behind board game, which was played at Omega Spring. <laughs> um, that was a really shitty game. Um, this, 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 now, this, this this had legitimate role playing stuff to it. It's just the uh, the the difficulty roll table was so skewed that basically almost everything was impossible. Unless you knew your Bible passages. Oh, even if you knew your Bible passages, it only improved the game so much. Let's have so, a little Leviticus. Okay? So, so, so basically, uh, the, the whole purpose, I think, of the game was to make it so difficult uh, for your characters to succeed at anything without a miracle occurring that basically it was up to the STs to basically say, all right, you've done cool stuff, so I'm going to let God intervene on your behalf, and God does cool things for you because God does cool things for you. Well, haven't, haven't you so ever you played... watched a Christian propaganda film? Evil wins unless God intervenes. It's essentially Deus ex machina. Yeah, consistently, and and it's mal- appropriate for the. <laughs> and, and, well, except, except that it's Greek, which is pagan. And 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 Molly's character did die, um, but that was intentional. God didn't save her. Uh, no, she sacrificed herself so that the the, the three of us, the three other players, could. Uh, Okay. Could rescue the other captive person, so he was not eaten by the the, the dragons. There are no demons in the game; it's dragons. A very um, noble and marvelous uh, her. Well, she didn't mean to, but it's, <laughs> that's what yeah, ended up happening. Thirteenish. And so, uh, so, so we got to hear the epilogue uh, bit of what happens when a character dies, and that was just as bad as the rest of the game. And and I highly encourage all of you, if you're interested, go go listen to the Geeks Without God episode uh, entitled Dragon Raid. Because that that is the episode where we play that game, and and that is the entirety of the episode. Um, yeah, it was hilarity ensues because it's obvious non-believers trying really hard to be sincere in playing the game, but none of us could really pull it off. All I, I, I you know, I, I've been role playing for a long time, and even I could not really immerse myself enough to legitimately do it. Like I said, everyone was impressed that I was able to, to quote that one thing, but to me, I wasn't quoting the Bible, I was quoting Voodoo Saints, so that made it completely possible. I just happen to know which, which verse it is, because I've looked it up previously. So. Yeah, I could probably, with a, a half hour of, of prep time, I could probably pull out some, some pretty wicked oh, Well, I can verses, wrote, but... memorize crap, too. I just... It... Well, I've got some of them in the back of the brain already. Yeah. So. Well, if I if I dig way back in my youth machine, I might be able to pull some of them out of my ass. But yeah, I, I can't remember half of them. And the problem is, is I think my favorite one has to do with a plumb line. Yeah, the 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 problem with the game, of course, is that certain Bible passages are already in the game as having specific powers, and you have to be a certain level to use them. And as we were all level one characters, we use very little. So I wonder, I wonder I if the plumb line ones would help you build buildings. 
I have no idea. No idea either. On the other hand. On the other hand. The nose of this one. I, I, I smelled it and immediately went, oh, I bet it is. And I cheated, so I looked at the thing. I didn't read the notes, I just looked at the notes. The, the, the sherry cask one? Yeah. Yeah. Then it, it is pretty obvious. It hits you yeah. pretty thin and high in the sinuses. Yeah. So, yes, the... What was this? The Santa? Yes, yeah, this, 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 this is part of the Glenmorangie line that have uh, different wood finishes. Um, and this one is super sherry. Yes, this, this one is the sherry. Um, the, the Quinta Ruben is the port. Um, the Nectador is the Santorin. Awesome. And I didn't care for it much. Um, really? Oh, yeah, the uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That happens all the time. I'm we, it. we we don't have to agree. We're we're, we're, we're co-hosts, and and as Dave went out of his way to display in the last episode, we occasionally act like the married couple. So occasionally, shh, quiet. I, I will say, way. I will say, um, the fire on this one hits you kind of high in the throat. You know, like oh, well, that's not so cool. And then wait a few seconds, and then you get this nice. Big warmth mid back. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely I'm getting. That. I'm getting some solid cherry in the nose. I haven't. I haven't skipped to the tasting yet. I'm just. I'm getting apricot. It's a higher. Ooh, yeah. I get random fruit. I can't. I can't go beyond that. But it, it's a. It's a tangier. Yeah. It. it it's not sweet. I I, I. I. think. I will say in the higher notes, I'm getting that. But I think in the lower notes, I'm still getting the cherry. I'm getting both. Okay. Oh, and, and I'm getting a very... Okay, I didn't in the beginning, and I think it's just as, as it keeps coating my tongue, I'm getting a vanilla aftertaste. I'm getting some vanilla on the nose. Which is... Which was the other thing I was trying to figure out before I got there. And yeah. now, now we'll get into tasting. We've had, we, we, we had this before. Dan brought it around for club. It's just never been on the podcast. Yeah, oh, that's right. Wow, that's a real... Like I said... I'd it been, hits you right, right in the um, the if voice I'd box. I paid more attention. I'd have paired this with the uh, Dalmore from two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. You know, this would be great though with a cheese plate because yeah. it has so much apricot and it has so much fire. It it, it would bounce off a, a an alkaline like a cheese really yeah. nicely. Yeah, there's definitely some uh, some spice in the finish. Like cinnamony, maybe. I I'll just call it generic spice. It, there, there's a heat and spice in the finish, in the back end. I can smell it on the nose a little bit too. I'm gonna put, throw a little water in the sucker. Okay, let's go. Let's see if there's anything else palate wise I want to say in advance. I mean, you guys pretty much hit it. A little astringenty for me. It's, it's a little thin and high on the top notes. Except that water. Well, that would warm you up on a cold night once it hits your chest. Which See, really is is what I want in a whiskey or any kind of whiskey is I want something mm. that's going to really expand once it hits my chest. It's that kind of, sounds funny. I'm sorry. That's all right. We can bring the innuendo back. Huh. It does tone down the high notes a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, it's... It, doesn't really affect the nose 
Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not... It, it, it tones it down. It's not so punching you in the face, but it's nice. But it is hitting the back of my palate still. Oh yeah, you're, yeah. So you're you're drinking so fa- too fast. Yeah, I, I, I haven't gotten that far. Yeah, we we. Look at your your glass is like empty. I can't help it if you can't keep up. It's called pacing. Yeah, Dave, you're falling behind. What what are you doing? Says the guy who still has probably the most in his glass of anybody. Yeah. I just keep thinking about that cleaver I have to wield. <laughs> tomorrow. 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 Well, see, here's. Do you not have class tomorrow? I, because I only have night classes on Wednesdays. They're both no class. Actually, one of the instructors is going to be out of state by then. Um, but I butterfly and brine the turkey. Um, and butterflying a turkey, because, you know, once you rinse it, and no matter how much you dry it, there's still water. Water plus turkey grease makes for essentially like a greased pig. And then you're hacking. Yeah, it's. I make sure that there's nobody else in the house. The cats run upstairs because I'm screaming four-letter words because it's 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 possessed at that point. It it has a personality and it's out to get me. The turkey. Yeah. It's coming to get you. This is the Christmas turkey, right? Because yes. This is the 16th is. of December, so. No, I always, I always make Christmas <clears throat> dinner. Yeah, I'm still getting cherry. That's, that's, just, that, yeah. that's the prominent flavor I'm getting in the palate. Yeah, I get that, and, and the sherry cask, and that's well, right, the sherry. I, 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 th- I think that's where the, the cherry is coming probably. from, is the sherry cask. Yeah. Well, and that's probably also why it's so bright, because sh- sherry itself yeah. has, a, has a real high punch. And it's... Slightly medicine-y to me. I'm not a little bit. Yeah, it's it, it, it's it's not heavy. It's not detracting that much, but I'm getting kind of light cherry cough syrup, a little bit of wood, and that's that's pretty much what I'm getting here. Yeah. Not my favorite Glenmorangie, that's for sure. No, no, I'm I'm actually not. You know, you know how I am. I'm not a huge fan of the. Uh, the wine casks. It, it, it just seems so... See, I, I tend to like the Oloroso sherry ta- like. casks, but the ones where they don't say which kind of sherry tend to not be all that impressive for me. I'm a big fan of the Portwood ones, though. Generally speaking. Not always. And this is... Coming from somebody who actually does drink sherry... Yeah, I'm not a fan of the the sherry casks at all. It it's too bright. It's too sharp for a scotch. Says the non-scotch drinker. Yeah. So uh we're going to read here, Dave. It's a box. It's a beautiful box. Tell us what's on the it's box. It's a gorgeous box. Yeah, we 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 got one of the holiday packaging boxes because Dave wanted the glasses. That's and right. they're lovely glasses. Yeah, seriously. I could kill somebody with those once. I think I'll write a script right now. About how I'm gonna kill somebody with a glass? Let's see. Do I wanna read from the we'll, box? We'll make Dawn the murderer. I think Dawn's generally the detective. Hmm. 
Dawn has detective written all over her. I'll be the murderer the first time around. All right. Switch places. Okay. I'm just trying to cast that in my head. And... Honestly, I think the murderer should uh, should be my actor friend Charles Hubble, which I need to I need to get him on the show at some point too. He, he talked about being on. <clears throat> but, uh, he's he's the voice of the uh, shock on TV TV for anyone who uh, pays any attention to Transylvania television. Yeah, I don't really have, like, note notes. Is there anything on the bottom? Right here. Mm. Come on. It's possible that we're not going to have much for notes on this one. The Santa, true to its Gaelic meaning of warmth and passion, is rich and full-bodied after two years of extra maturation in Spanish Oloroso sherry castles. Oh, it is Oloroso. That's weird. So, yeah, that's... So this is an Oloroso I don't like. That's it. Well, there and you I, go. Uh, and I would have thought Lasanta meant the Santa, but you know, that's just me. Santa Claus. It's for our Christmas issue episode. Well, right. That's why I, I, I figured that's why you did it in this episode, Dave. Lasanta. Santa. Yeah, I, uh, I'm going to say this is not a fave. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it a 2 7. This this is below average for me. Uh, I, I I gave the the baseless on uh, Glenn Morangi a, a three. I went back and looked. Um, I did that on the the special edition that turned into a not special edition back in episode fourteen. Um, yeah, I just this this is just not an impressive example of the distillery as far as I'm concerned. I. I'm not a fan of cherry as a flavor to start with, so that that's a big hit against it in the first place. I'm also a big fan of the Quinta Ruben, so in terms of the distillery, uh, I know they've done better. Um, the the 18, which we've had on the podcast, um, I liked better. Um, it was less flavorful, I think, than the than the Quinta Ruben. I mean, I, I really really dig on on that one. Um, and as I mentioned before, the podcast got recording. I think I didn't really care for the Nectar Duar, but um, which is one of my favorites. Dave likes it, so from from this from this distillery, which is fine because I think Dave got to keep that bottle. Um, I think he's the one who brought it to to the club when we when we had it, and uh, that's the most one of the two more expensive ones in this line. Yeah, the other one being the Cast Strength, which is the Aster. Yeah, which um, you know actually makes me feel which really we'll jealous, and so I think what. I'm seeing is that for your anniversary, perhaps you pick up your favorites of the line so far and have a large group of us, and we'll go through them again, see if we all agree. I think she's trying to get herself back on the show. I think she is, too. I think that works. Actually, I just want more scotch. Yeah, that's that's, that. That's what they all say. I, I, wait a second. Didn't I, didn't I message you and go, you know, I'm not really a scotch drinker. What the heck happened here? Well, I, 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 I think the answer is... is everybody. Yeah. Oh, man. Hey, we, pusher. Well, well, well hell, hell, we had uh, Ian Rands on, and he said he, he didn't like scotch. Yeah. Where, where what he actually meant to say is he didn't like a scotch-based drink that he'd had once. He'd yes. been given a rusty nail, and he thought that's what scotch was oh, like. Oh, rusty and nails are really nasty. And, yeah. Well, I don't like Drambuie, so that's yeah. why a rusty nail sucks for me. So, um, Okay, when you said rusty nail, I almost started giggling, and I'm gonna t- I have to tell you why, just, just because I need to, um, to tell this stupid story. 
I met my husband doing a musical, which you will never hear. It was an original musical. You'll probably never hear it. It's called Obits. But the drink that they drink in the show is called a rusty nail, and no one, including the composer or the playwright, had ever had one. And so the entire cast went out and tried a rusty nail, and everybody in the entire cast despised it. So <laughs> therein lies my really stupid story, but it has scotch in it, so... Yeah, well, uh, I mean, in terms of things, while well, Dave's getting the poor going, uh, I, I know we've hinted in the past that uh, the reason that we have the extreme tastingly.com, you know, xtlpodcast.com as the domain, and we subdomained it to be scotch.xtlpodcast.com for, for hosting the site, um, which those of you who are catching us on iTunes should really pop over and visit from time to time, um, is that we have full plans on expanding the brand. Uh, we want to do a wine tasting show. We want to do some other liquors. We want to maybe find some people who like craft beers. Um, and, and spinoff shows. Now, Dave and I won't necessarily be on those shows because, you know, I, I'm not an alcoholic and have no aspirations to be an alcoholic, plus I don't like beer. But uh, we're actually courting Lana here to hopefully take wine. the wine show because she wine. loves her wine. Well, and, when uh, you're Italian, it's genetically, you know, imposed upon you. And if, if you don't love wine, then they kick you out of the tribe. You're excommunicated. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I tell you, I I could be convinced to be an alcoholic. I don't really like beer a whole lot, but I could probably be convinced to to, to sit around and drink a whole lot. But I don't think that that's going to happen at this job. I was. Uh, I still need. I still need money. You you need money and you need time. I, I think you you have a hard time enough oh, scheduling God. this podcast, let alone trying to get in on another one. So, well, I, you know, if money started to come in, then I could I yeah, could, I, I could I'd, retire. I, I'm, and, I'm hosting and to possibly direct. you know guest at some point on the wine show, but uh, I I think I'm I'm certainly not likely to be a, a starting host. Yeah, well, if I could get paid to drink. Or, or, or maybe help out job. to get started, but uh, but yeah. So we're, we're we're talking to Lana about it, and and when when oh. the conversation came up on on Friday when we when we met and we're, we're starting the whole conversation in the first place, um, a previous guest of the show, Dawn, um, possibly Dawn. could maybe be convinced to be part of the wine show. Dawn, um, would, Dawn so. would be shoving her face into this glass. Well, right now. oh what? yes, she would. Well. I don't know. She she really liked the Lafroig eighteen. I don't know if yeah. this would, would fit the well, palette. But I mean the just the the smooth. It's oh really yeah, smooth. smooth. That's my the, that's the first word that came to me. Yeah, she she'd enjoy I the nailed. she she would enjoy this one. I don't know that she'd want to bathe in it. The same okay, way she'd want to bathe I, in I, eighteen. I will admit, which, I inhale. <laughs> yeah, no, this this is one I can smell all day. Yeah, um, definitely some sweetness to this one. There's a, there's a nice vanilla. Yeah, it's, it's a very strong vanilla. Um, oh, oh, <laughs> oh, baby. Yeah. Um, nice underlying okay, oak. That is oak. This is this is this is the strangest combination of sensations in this order that I've had before. I do not taste any peat. There's good because there is. But well, but he, some scotch is just. You're Being not, in Scotland gonna... will give you sort of that that smoky kind of, and it was almost like I inhaled a smell but didn't taste it. It was the weirdest, but it was like after it was a total aftertaste. 
But this has a lot of stuff going on. Wow. Hmm. I don't think there's a lot going on. I think there's a couple of flavors in here. Um, the Glenlivet really doesn't do a lot as far as flavor is concerned, typically. But they they work to really hit their flavor just right. Yeah, there's definitely vanilla and oak even on the palate. Yeah, oh yeah. The oak is it's a beautiful, smooth oak. Too. Yeah. Wow, this is... I can't believe I've waited this long to have to have this one. This is hitting mid-tongue, mid-palate, mid-nose, mid-chest. That is very nice. It's, it's, it's a lovely mm-hmm. combination of sensations. I'm not talking about the flavor so much as just this is where it's going ping, ping. Yeah. And it's certainly a, a, a light to medium body, in the, you know, mouthfeel-wise. Yeah, if you're looking for complexity, this isn't it, but this is it's, very nice. This this is still a lovely, lovely now, I, I, I know, sip. This I know much. I mentioned this one on Ooh, the show I before. I don't know if this, I want to open it yet. This is, um, this is a bottle I specifically bought two of last year when the, when the scotch sale that happened last month um, was on. Um, because I had it at the tasting that they had last year. Um, I bought one bottle for me, and and as you can see, the 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 box was marked here uh, for Jesse. They can't because, see because it's radio. Uh, oh, the, the people good here point. can see. <laughs> Shut up, you guys. All right. So um, the people here can see that it's marked for Jesse, uh, who, as previously mentioned, uh, guest it, back at Omega Spring and was right. one of the uh, original uh, Scotts Club. Club does. Um, with with Dave and I in the pilot episode, yes, um, that he has a more particular palate than uh, the other three of us did. He he had a, a, a narrower sweet spot, um, and this is one finicky is what I'm hearing. That's no. what I that, that that's what I said. Yeah, um, it was what I said. <clears throat> that this was what I said. Um, but uh, <laughs> he was he, he's the Russian judge. <laughs> Stop stroking your beard. He, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's there. Yeah. He, uh, he, he was the person who I was going to save this one for because, um, as, as stated before, when, when we were doing the club, whoever hosted that night would keep the bottles. And both times, neither time did he buy a bottle that he would want to have for when he hosted well, he didn't know when he bought them that that was going to be the case. Now, you, on the other hand, specifically would buy things that you knew were going to twist his nipples a little bit. You specifically got him a peated scotch the second time because you knew he hated peat at that point. I think that was the first time. That was was it Machiavellian. The fr- no, he, 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 he did in- intentionally tweak Jesse's sensibilities. Um, but I, I know, No, I know the first time I did because Darren needed a... a a, a bottle to drink at Jesse's. Well, I think the first time was it was somewhat accidental because Jesse was the second host, and so we didn't really know that he didn't like because it was you, then him, then Darren, then me was the order. Yeah. So the first time was accidental, but you you brought something that you I knew Darren, Darren would like. Was last. I thought you were second because you had a house. No, I was. I I was. I was at least third. I thought I was last. Because we were waiting for Darren to move the second time. In either case, the first time I think it was accidental, the second time it was on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to interject that this has a beautifully long finish. Mm. It really, really 
just sort of lingers on the back of your tongue for a good long time. I would give it a medium finish length. I yeah. we've had longer. Um, it's a little bit of floral solid. that opens up with the yeah. Just a hint of it. It's a very light. Oh, you're right. Maybe a light lavender fire... type floral. Mm, no. Um, more flowery. Lavender is a little on the herbal side. Um, I guess I don't really know my floral no, sense because I'm it's not. It's floral. I'm a man. Well, this is why I'm kind of looking at Lana when I say this. Yes, I'm such a flower. Well, um, I'm no, it is. <laughs> You've probably been given more flowers in your life than me. No, as a gardener. Um, and and actually, that's one of the joys of weeding. Uh, I hate to say it is that you're in amongst the flowers, and so you really get to smell the plants. Um, it's not... La- lavender has a totally different aura about it. I almost want to say it's... It's almost a sagey. Not not a not a culinary sage, but a um, but an ornamental sage. And again, I'd have no idea what yeah. that smells like. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to... I'll stick with Dave's generic floral. It's, um, it's not sweet enough for an anise. No, nose wise, honestly, the water doesn't do anything much no. except open up the floral note. It um, opens, and um, you lose the warmth and the burn. Yeah, and which actually I kind of like. I'm so. gonna say that's not a bad thing. No. Yeah, with, 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 with the, the with the tiniest <laughs> bit of water, I did not put a lot in. Um, it kind of becomes super smooth. Yeah, and but not so super smooth that I feel like it's not even there, like like the Tom and Tool. I, I that was too smooth for me. The 27? Yeah. Oh, man, I should have bought a bottle of that. That was, that was just too there gentle. Was, there was just too much stuff at that sale for me to, to go back to that tw- time until 27. Well, I was, you had a more limited budget, too. I, yeah. Oh, I, was, I, I, I should point out, Dave, Dave and I were both at the tasting that happened. Now, this is a month and a half ago. And uh, I have a receipt mm-hmm. as long as my arm because I bought ahead for next year. I've seen it. It's exceptionally long. It, it, it's a sizable receipt. Uh, well, it was a 15% off sale, and, and I saved in excess of, of $200, 200, in excess of $250, actually. So oh, it's $245. No, it's two, two, to $275 was oh. what I saved, actually. Okay. So the, uh, the the bottle of Highland Park Loki, which was at the on the special edition, um, that that bottle was 260 base price. So I almost got that bottle for free. You did get that bottle for free. Uh, not after taxes, I didn't. Free, can I? So the most expensive bottle on the podcast is is 260 base price. So that, that that's the next thing to hit, which means we won't be doing that anytime soon, unless I use our one year anniversary as an excuse to top that just to do that, which is unlikely. Lock do, lock do, lock oh, do. Please lock, invite do. me to your anniversary. <laughs> I might do it for the lock do, and you wouldn't want to be there for that one if we do that. Yeah, you. It's great. Well, because I feel jealous because you're t- you, you're you're comparing these to things that you've drunk before, and, and they pale in comparison. And so, you know. Well, we're, we're we're hoping that we have regular listeners and and people who've been following along with us, or at least go back and listen More to the comments. history. 
at yes please more comments suggestions of questions to ask our, our guests um yeah and i will just that you're alive I, I i will hopefully get a donation button on soon so if you want to help support our bad habit here <laughs> Um, Please if, buy us alcohol. If, 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 right. and, and if anyone who donates is welcome also in the comment to uh, or, or, or a private message to either CDS at XTL Podcast or Dave at XTL Podcast.com. Just, to, just do CDS because uh, Dave at XTL Podcast.com. Uh, Dave doesn't know his password and hasn't <laughs> since CDS went to Vegas. You know, I fixed it, it. It would be so nice if, if Dave were like, I don't know, into IT or something. Well, Dave doesn't have the passwords for any of this stuff because Cedius reset all of Dave's passwords before Cedius went you to You can't hack it? And I told him what they were. <laughs> yeah, penetration tester guy. Uh, you yeah. fail. <clears throat> you fail. I, I am not going to jail for our podcast because <laughs> those are hosted in somewhere else. We do not own those servers. That's true. Yeah. yeah you just need something for in writing for the owner of, of that site to say CDS, that you were can I, trying can to... Can I hack your uh, computer so I can get the, the passwords for everything? Can you just read the email where I sent you what your new password was? Because what is the fun in that? It totally was not what the password was. <laughs> Alright, then before you leave tonight, I will reset your goddamn password. But anyway, uh, what I was getting at is anyone... Who, that's what the password actually is. Anyone who, damn password. Anyone who donates... Uh, no, actually, it was... Well, it was close to that. That was the last time. But actually, I think it was remember it um, last <laughs> yeah, time. your but, own. But uh, no, the, uh, the, the point I was trying to make is anyone who uh, donates is welcome to suggest a bottle for us to do. And, and we will try to uh, prioritize getting any suggested bottles from donors on the podcast. Indeed. Which means we'll have to go out and spend more money, because I've already bought stuff for the next year. But, you know, if it gets us some money, of course, it's not mm. going to be enough to buy the whole bottle unless you're very generous, which we encourage. Yes. So, Heck, well, if you're very generous, it'll happen in the next recording. Yeah. And you drop enough to buy us a bottle. We'll do it. We'll make sure that that bottle gets on. Oh, yeah. Yep. We, 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 we will do that for our, our, our avid listeners. All 20 of you. Avid listeners. Yeah, all funny But uh, and if you really, really would love to have, you know, a wine edition, do do speak up. Yeah, yeah, comments, comments. Because we love uh, the comments. I actually look at them. Yeah, actually, some of us really, really love our wine. I I, I think a wine show would would be you know a, a good branch out, and then we'd have the two you know more snobby alcohols taken care of because we, we we kind of did scotch because it, it it's the the male snobby alcohol, and, and it was kind of the... hella expensive. It is also hella expensive. I was, it was kind of the, the guy snobbery thing to do, to sit around. I mean, it, it started from our Scotch Club, where it was us having an excuse to get together again as, as guys and just kind of hang out and BS and, and, and you know, do something. So when are we going to branch out into the other, the other whiskeys? Because... You know, I'm a big fan of Irish, bourbon, well, it, it, Canadian. It's been suggested, but again, you know, this this being the Scotch podcast, we're, we're sticking to Scotch. So again, we'd have to schedule a, you know, a whole other podcast. I got to figure out what to name the other one. I suppose we could just call it whiskey, but the well, other whiskeys. The well, it's got to be a short is, is that so. the, uh, yeah. is that there's not anywhere near as as many. And the, the flavors just aren't aren't that substantially different. Yeah, I mean, stuff. I mean, it, they're, I'm not going to say that an Irish whiskey is an Irish whiskey is an Irish whiskey, but no. Irish whiskeys, by and large, kind of try to taste kind of the same. 
Um, and the, bourbons you've got and predominantly and rye. Yeah, and, and predominantly since since most <clears throat> of the the Irishes are, are all blends, it's it's that yes. much easier to make things all taste the same. The although, bourbons are all very similar, although there are differences in the bourbons, but it's I, very I, subtle. I you know I have to admit, and there's Canadians. Yeah. So you know, which are all corn. No, the difference also between the bourbons. Red breast to crown to wild turkey, I guess. Right, and, and, and there's there'd be something to explore there, but in in terms of the the subtleties and the differences and the nuance, it, it from my personal experience, because admittedly I haven't had that many different bourbons, I haven't had that many different ryes, I haven't had that many different Irishes. Um, while they are different, they are not as substantially different as the scotches. I mean. To me, the, the 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 bourbons, the regular whiskeys, the Canadian whiskeys, the Irish whiskeys, all of those run on a similar line as if you looked at the Speyside region of, of of Scotland. I mean, there's while yeah, there's there's a good number of them. They all kind of fucking taste the same. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> even, even the space size. Well, he's not saying that a bourbon tastes like an Irish, but he's saying everything within its own family tastes similar. Tastes, yeah. In the same way that Speyside as a region tastes like a space side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I would say there's more variation in the space sides than, than there are in, in the Irish. I, I would I, certainly I would certainly be interested in in an episode where everyone brings their favorite Irish. Everyone brings their favorite bourbon. You know, bourbon, just, just to get a little, you know. But that's just me, because well, I, I love did, my whiskey. did the single malt Irish whiskeys for, for St. Patrick's Day, and that was good. But, I mean, again, when you're making it a single malt, you're basically making a scotch that's just not made in Scotland. So... Yeah, we, we, we've had that Indian, we've had Welsh, we've had Irish, so, I mean, okay. it's... it's, it's hey. I'm just saying, I, Indian, any, Irish, any, any excuse to uh, drink, you know, to break out the bottle of red breast, I'm a happy camper. I can't remember, did, did, did we decide to get the Tasmanian? I don't think I got the Tasmanian. I, I think I passed on that. Uh, for, at, the, at the... Yeah, I don't, during the sale, I don't think I bought it. I, I think I let it slide. Or did I get it? I can't I remember. I don't know. I don't know. Well, the expensive stuff I picked out when you were there. I can't... I was drinking. <laughs> it's oh, true. Lord, that I were there to watch that. It's true. But, but it, was, so, it was actually a fairly, fairly epic day. I had a, I had an English class that night, and uh, my, uh, my prof uh, slipped on the ice and uh, ended up in the emergency room. So class got canceled. Yeah, he broke his arm. Was on painkillers. Otherwise, didn't he bra- would... didn't actually break his oh. arm. Oh. It was just in a sling for a couple of weeks. Okay, but. In, in either case, he he told me later he was he was on he he actually came out to the stand up set. He he was on painkillers and was not capable of drinking. Yeah. So. Yeah. Otherwise, he would have been there since you know he knew about it and the show was already you know the class was already canceled. So, but no, actually, he and Jesse actually both made it out to the stand up set. So. Yeah, I talked to Darren. He said that he said that you did pretty good actually. Yeah, they 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 left shortly thereafter. Um, they didn't stay for the rest of the set, and then my my roommate's girlfriend left. I think after the act, after me, and then my my roommate stuck out the whole show, um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's the, some of the comedy can get a little blue. It's not necessarily everybody, and and uh, Jesse and Darren were there specifically for me, and so props to them. I appreciate you guys coming out. Um, 
but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll certainly put the word out again um, when I get around to getting the second set together and, and going out there because there were a bunch of people that wanted to go and, and couldn't make it. So I would certainly go. So yeah, I, I, I was actually relatively surprised at uh, things. I mean, I, I did get some, some solid critiques from a couple of people, but by and large, everyone was was very happy with my set. And like I said, I, I did get invited back. Um, so anytime I've got a set together, if I want to polish this one up, put up another one, um, they'd, they'd love to have me back. So it's um, always a good sign. Yeah, it is yeah, a good sign. Um, and 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 someone, uh, one of the members of, of Fearless Comedy, I, I think, in my opinion, um, it's kind of left an impression with me and and, and other people that. Uh, he he rarely hands out praise, uh, and he only hands out praise when he means it. And uh, I, and I got a good set out of him, so I was I was very happy. Thumbs up. But uh, I I was told I did need to maybe slow down a little bit because as as I talk here, I my usual speaking voice is a little fast for some people, and so if you're trying to tell a joke, sometimes it can get lost in the. I think I enunciate clearly, but. Every once in a while, we all, I do. We enunciate clearly. Yeah, so it so makes that. sense. It makes sense to me. And on this podcast, I'm more likely to slur than I would necessarily during the stand-up set, where I was mostly I have sober. No idea why. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, I need to slow down. I, I I did play with the microphone cord quite a bit in the first minute and a half of my set. That was kind of my nervous twitch on stage. So I think next and time I'm tied in a knot. Is that no? No, no I just I was just fumbling with it, it considerably, like your beard. Uh, well, I mean, there's this joking concept going on that like, sort of if it was like my beard. No, I, 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 I was like amazing. just kind of flipping the cord back and forth. Yes, so I, I think next time I'm just going to leave it on the stand. I have um, a dir- I know a director who has this thing about stroking furniture and yeah. Okay, go on. And so uh, yeah, th- th- those are the two major comments. We're we're slow down a little bit and don't play with. And nearly everyone commented on the playing with the microphone cord. Everybody but, has sort of a nervous tell. But, you know, everyone there knew it was my first time. I didn't say it as part of my set, which they actually, um, they, they, they told Bob, was like, look, we all knew it was your first time up there. You didn't need to say it was your first time. And don't, don't do that. If, you, <laughs> if, you, if you're going to go to an open mic night, don't say it's your first time. Just just go up there and do your thing. Um, so so that, that, that was a solid. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, it, it, was, it, was a, it was a good time. And the the thing that kind of bothered me the most about it was that everyone seemed so surprised that I had a good set that they were kind of shocked. It's like, wow, you did really good. It's like you're saying that like you didn't think I was gonna, and I'm not sure how to take that. So you know, choose to take it as a compliment. I, I, and I do, I do. I, I I I was giving some of them grief because some of them have known me for a long time and know I've got you know a, a decent sense of humor. Yes, they are comedians. They they've been paid for doing comedy and therefore they their their bar is a little bit higher, so you know I, I, I a sense of humor and, and being able to do stand up are two really separate oh, things. I, I agreed, but at, at the same time they they have you know heard me tell a a, a good story and and oh, who's a thing and be funny about things and and so snaggle it's a it was a little thing. kind of. Somewhat insulting that they were a surprise, but at the same time, the fact that I was able to surprise them and, and get genuine laughs out of them made it that much better for me. Yeah. Because they were going in thinking that I wasn't going to be funny at all, and I didn't kill, but I did good. So You didn't suck. I and that's did, really what we're all you know, my, 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 my aim was to not have the least amount of laughs of any stand-up set that had happened in the lab. 
And uh, <laughs> oh, good kitty. And uh, nice I, I, I certainly, you. I certainly did well. Um, Love bites. There, there, there were three stand-up comedians that night. It was my, myself, Bob, and uh, and someone who's who's actually uh, a local stand-up comedian already. And uh, I might have gotten the low end. I mean, Bob, Bob and I were pretty much on an even even keel. Um, the opening stand-up comedian was I was a quite scar good. From that cat. But I still do. There's a little dot right there. I've got that's 17 from, scars from my cat. That's the from first six week. years ago. Yeah, my was only six two years, years old. Uh, six uh, years ago, I, I was 08. It was right after you got this house. When did you get the house? Yeah, it, it, late 07. Look at how <clears throat> he, he got this, this uh, blood vessel. Blood all over the bathroom, yes. wall, floor, ceiling, tub. So, so Xerxes, do you think they're making great radio? Because I think that's great radio. Yeah, yeah. there's nothing like blood. Scars. But that was our, yeah, that was our, our singular. Give him a star. Give him a scar. But yeah. his sister Morticia does love to uh, love bite. Yeah. He only bites when he's really scared, and then really it's it's, it's bad news. Xerxes is a good kitty, but Xerxes has to let me look at the computer for the question. Okay. 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 Down you go. All right, so uh, speaking for the cat. Question, <laughs> question of the show because yeah. Lana has already pointed out that she's uh, not much of a video gamer, so uh, I, I won't ask her one of the video game questions. I have I'd... to, I have to, I have to say it's it's not so much a choice as the school that I went to. If you were deemed a nerd, your life was not worth living. Uh, and so, granted, I'm a ginormous nerd. Anybody who really knows me, I mean, that's not even up for debate. But I had to hide it at all costs. So I never got into gaming. And, and I think that's why, still, subconsciously, I don't game. Mm-hmm. Our, our, our nerd clique was pretty solid in Red Wings. So if you were a nerd, you basically just, you said, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm a gamer. And then, oh, you're a gamer? And then join our game. And it was it was kind of cool. So I, were, I, I got a fortunate experience there. The gamers we were ostracized yeah. pretty soundly. Oh, we were ostracized from everybody else. But there was enough of us that the everybody else, like we, we were our own clique that had almost as much power as the jocks by the by the end of high school. We had a clubhouse. You suck. In the school. You guys so suck. Yeah. Like we, right. we had, we had uh, um, uh, Ed Rimkiss was the gifted and talented coordinator for our high school. And... Uh, he had a room, which we called Ed's room. It was a four three three, and uh, which is uh, Jeremy Stomberg's handle on the BBS four three or uh, Ed's room. Oh, is, is that what the four three three? Because I because yep. I, I I know another major four three three reference that I wondered, but I uh, I, I, I would have found it Ed's room. I, well, I would have found it unusual for Stomberg to have four three three as a handle because of the other thing I know that there, 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 there's a a musical piece, and I say musical because the the four three three. It's a famous piece because it's four minutes and thirty three seconds of absolute silence. Cage. I don't remember who the who the composer. I think it's John. Of Cage. it was, but it's it it was an avant garde piece at the time. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's four minutes and thirty three seconds of absolute silence. But we, uh, but yeah, so we we had our own room, and Ed would give us uh, blank passes to that were all labeled to go to his room. So anytime that any of us, that were pre-signed, so anytime any of us needed to get the fuck out of class for any reason whatsoever, we just wrote in a date and time and handed it to the teacher. And we left class. To go to his room. <laughs> you so suck. 
<laughs> yeah, that that does. And I and I'm realizing I was kind of jumping the gun. Have, have you read pretentiously for this one? No, I, I, no, I think, I think we might have been getting ahead of ourselves here. No, we we haven't scored. it. I know we haven't scored it. That's I, I realize we have to do that too. But you have to read first. The Glenlivet 15 year old French oak reserve is beautifully structured with an interplay of fruits and spices. The aroma is intense and sweet, with hints of citrus fruit. A full palate contrasts notes of ripe mango with cinnamon and white pepper. This leads into a long, creamy finish, balanced Uh by teasing, spicy dryness, conferred by a selective maturation in the new French oak casks. Yeah, and this I'm is what happens. I'm gonna fall asleep to that. And, and it was is, much more exciting than that leads you to believe. Um, and uh, this is what happens with the uh, space sites yeah. a lot of the time. That, that I, I think I'm gonna call cork darkery on that. The, 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 the creamy finish, I will maybe give it. The rest of it, like the stuff in the body and the nose, no, no, I, I'm gonna disagree. There were. What I loved about this Mango. is they were the mangoes were, was a complete miss. There yeah. was not a mango to be found. I'm sorry, but there were lots of hits between the nose and the mid palate and the tongue and the and and the back of the tongue and the mid chest. It was and the long finish was really I think probably my favorite part. It, it's certainly an enjoyable scotch, and uh, on, on that note, I, I I really dig on this one. Uh, I'm I'm gonna have to give it a three nine. It's not quite a four. It's, really, it's a solid. Nine. It's solid, but I like I it, I like it. Uh, I did buy a bottle for it for myself when I bought this one ostensibly for Jesse, uh, and I have killed that bottle prior to now, so I'm happy to be able to break into this one. But it's not one that I feel I need to have with me at all times, which is where my fours kind of start. Um, not to say that the things that I've ranked for, I have bottles of, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's certainly a solid outing. Um, certainly my favorite in the Glenlivet line that we've had so far. Well, I'm going to give it a four. I'm well known for liking the Glenlivet line. Um, it's probably one of my, it's, it's one, it's definitely my, my favorite, uh, non-peated distiller for sure. Um. And while I didn't find it half as complex as the uh, the notes said, which were total bullshit as near as I can tell, but uh, man, what was there? What was actually there? It's really nice and smooth. So yeah, I, like I said, I'll give it a four. I'm gonna probably pick up a bottle at at Liquor Boy, who is our the unofficial sponsor of Dave's purchases for ninety percent of the time. If only they would actually, you know, Give buy you some. some. Well, here, here's the deal. I did, I did talk to uh, the the lead purchaser for the the scotches at uh, Top Value. Top Value, yeah. and uh, he he actually might be interested in being on with us at some point. So nice. We'll, we'll hopefully have him on, and I will see if I can convince him that he should bring something from his stock that he cares for a great deal. Yeah, that'd be great. And so, uh, Larry, if you're listening, there, there, there's my suggestion to you, uh, Lana. What do you think? Um, as a non-Scotch drinker, 
it takes something really, really, like, ridiculous for me to say, oh my god, I have to have this on my shelf to be a 4. So I'm going to give this as a 3-5, which is still the highest score that I've given. I really enjoyed this. It had a lot of hits. And I really, you know, somebody offered me a glass of this, I would certainly, you know, be taking them up on it. Trail is trying to join the podcast by hopping up on the table again. Trail, oh, Silly kitten. Baby kitten. Hi, baby. Silly kitten. There you go. Play with bottle. Oh, just just don't because that'll actually pick up on the podcast. Yeah, it's like so, uh, ridiculous noise. So you mentioned before, uh, Lana, that you uh, in, in enjoy um, the the Italian food that you had. So yeah, yeah you you seem to to really like your food. Um, would you call yourself a foodie, or are you really not quite I'm, I'm, foodie level? I'm not sure that I'm quite a foodie, but... I you do like have, what you like? I do have a jar of truffle salt in in my cabinet that I use on a fairly regular basis. Um, I am the family chef for both Thanksgiving and Christmas. Um, I have taken my great-grandmother's uh, spaghetti sauce recipe... And totally reworked it to the point where it's it, it's it's something that my family members, when they don't get it once a year, get a little crazy. My 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 brother will not have it this year because he's out in Idaho, and I know that he's going to be very sad. And I, I know he just needs to come out back to Minnesota, and I'll cook for him. But yeah, okay, so I'm sort of a foodie. So with that in mind, uh, I'm going to go around the table and ask everyone for their uh, most and least favorite food. And while you guys are thinking about it, um, my most favorite food, um, I would say I had uh, a native Vietnamese uh member of my uh, Taekwondo school back in the day. I had quit when he joined, but my family was still involved, so I, I was there often enough. And at one point in time for one of the, the school um, potluck cookouts, we had uh, he, he brought some um, family recipe bagogi, and it was so good. What? So good. Uh, basically, it was beef and some sort of green vegetable substance that I, I couldn't even tell you what for sure it was anymore because it was so long ago. But uh, it was really, really tasty. Um, the closest I've, I've been able to, to, to do, and it's, 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 it doesn't do it justice to say this, but um, basically the, the Korean barbecue sauce that you can buy in a grocery store, you marinate the meat in that for, for a period of time and... And you cook it with some sort of, of um, I'm sure it was some sort of Vietnamese pepper because it was it was it had a good kick to it. Um, was uh, I, I've done some green chilies with, with mine, and it's close but not the same thing. But it it, it was phenomenal. It was very very tasty. Um, least favorite food. I jokingly want to say it was the spring bank, but um, yeah, what is that was so bad. Oh, the, the spring bank fifteen. It, it tasted like astringent. It was oh, it was just God. it was terrible. But to to not have it be scotch, um, have I'm, it be an actual food I, substance. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what my least favorite because there's there's so many foods that I don't like. I, I, I there's 
so many flavors I don't like. I, I, I don't care for banana. I don't care for celery. Um, I guess if I had to pick one at this point, I'm, and I'll probably come up with something worse later, but between both the texture and the flavor, yeah, I cannot stand celery. I, if, if there's celery in the food I'm eating, I will pick out the celery. And, and even half the time, I can still taste that it cooked with celery, and I, I, I just don't care for it much. Interesting. Banana is another one of those flavors that just stands out to me, and I'm not a big fan of. But I, I've, I've learned that I hate banana less now than I used to. But celery still pisses me off when I taste it in my my food. I'm sure there's something worse, but that's what's coming to mind right now. No, my favorite food would have to be uh, probably a toss-up between uh, lasagna and uh, burritos from Bravo Burrito up in St. Cloud. Oh, God, I love those things. Lasagna is quite broad. Be be specific. Meat. Well, right, but be more specific. Red sauce. Oh, yeah. Do you like... Pizza Huts? Do you like Devani's? Do you like your mom's? I yes. Mean, all right. So he's very broad. I've, I'm trying to be specific about things. Now, <clears> I'm I've just ha- saying. I've had lasagna's a lot of, might have been my favorite food for I, I've fucking had, ever. I've had a lot so. of meat lasagnas. Some of them were so-so, and some of them were, yeah, that was pretty good. Hey, even when it's bad, it's usually pretty good. Unless it's been just absolutely burned and destroyed. Actually, it doesn't matter if it's a red sauce or a white sauce. I actually had a... Uh, uh, a gluten-free white sauce lasagna. Um, I think it was with a rice noodle. Yes, I I, I make um, I can make that was vegan uh, gluten-free. If really I need to. tasty. Um, this was not vegan at all, but it was it was gluten-free and there was something else in it. Might have been. Uh, might have been no dairy. No, I don't think it was no dairy because yeah. they ate a bait. Vegetarian is, is much better than vegan when you get to the lasagna because the... the no the cheese quality, on lasagna would just well, be wrong. Well, no, no, no. There's, there's vegan cheese, so there's no. soy cheese and rice cheese and almond cheese. I, I, they just do not They suck. That's lasagna. why I'm saying there's no such thing as... They don't get the that salty, tangy, leatheriness that you really, really want on a lasagna. Yeah, I, 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 I like your lasagna. I can, I can. And but I've it, done it. It's just as if it's I such a good broad. Least favorite food. Gotta be a toss-up between green beans and wasabi. Really? Ooh, I'm not a big fan of horseradish either, although I, I still think I hate celery more. Fucking hate wasabi. So much. I, I hate horseradish too, but I really hate wasabi. Really? Really hate wasabi. And that might be because they sneak it into sushi on you. But, uh, yeah. I'm not a big fan of dill either, but dill's just a, a flavor. And I, I just yeah. I can't. I cannot well, eat dill. Dill is a, an herb, so that's. that's... <clears throat> right, but that, that, that flavors food. It, it, it is probably my least favorite herb. But make gag. oh, see green beans. I, I I love good fresh green beans. Canned green beans can fucking die in a fire, but I, fresh I, green beans. The bulldog beans are awesome. in Saint Paul does deep fried green beans. All of the bulldogs. Yeah, well, geez, some of them, some of them do better than others. Let's put it that way. Um, damn, those are good. I see that that sounds tasty. Uh, see the bulldog. That's the bulldog in Northeast. That's on their menu for. They're doing a a, a pairing. They're doing a, a special dinner where they pair um, 
they're pairing a, a meal with uh, e-cigarette juices. Hmm. I'll put you on the invite for that. The vape dinner? Yeah. Is that what that is? Okay. Yeah. So, I'll, I'll, I'll maybe be able to make it. Is that Saturday? <clears throat> Not this Saturday, but I think it's next Saturday. You no, mean Sunday? You mean two weeks ago Saturday? Yeah. Yeah, that happened. It was great. I might have gone. <laughs> Wibbly wobbly, timey timey wimey. Um, so, favorite foods? I think that's a Doctor Who reference, but I don't it know because I don't, I don't, I don't pay attention hand. to the Doctor. I I, I don't. If I did pay attention to the Doctor, I'd be I'd be shooting out spoilers to all ten of you who saw it last month. And Dave's e sig would look even more like a sonic screwdriver than it does. Anyway. Anyway. Okay. Uh, my favorite food is. The recipe that came down from my great-grandmother from Italy that I've messed with and my family, every family member makes it differently, that particular spaghetti sauce that we make almost from scratch. We, we use tomato paste, but everything else is from scratch with the Italian sausage and the meat, homemade meatballs and more garlic than anyone should consume in one sitting it's your vampire test. And I love me some garlic, so oh. Okay, this is spoiler alert. This is giving away a family secret, so listen in. Romano cheese, not Parmesan. <gasps> Um, you're, bring, you're bringing me in some, right? That, 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 that's anyway, not such a stretch, but so this is this is the family. Oh, you take advantage so of that it's, now. It's right? not mm-hmm. only it's not only that. On some lasagna. The taste makes me just giddy, but there's so much family history of year after year for the holidays, always going to 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 grandma's house or nana's sure. house. Sure. Um, so yeah, it kind of hits you at all levels, but. I don't have when, any of that. When I make it, I make it like a week in advance, and then I put it in the freezer. Because it's because there's so much onion and garlic in it. Anything with onions and garlic, if you put it in the freezer or the fridge and let it sit for a couple of days, it always gets ten times better. Um, my neighbors always knock. <laughs> they'll knock on the window, you're cooking, aren't you? Because <laughs> we can smell it outside, and it's really good. Um, but least favorite... First of all, I will say I don't like anything bitter or sour. So like green olives. I'm a fan of sour. I don't know about I bitter. I don't like sour. It hits my tongue way too. And black pepper literally burns my tongue. Oh, I love so this. more than just just a tiny bit of black pepper. So the black pepper is what's leading up to. Oh my god, I'm gonna get lynched. Um, I despise bacon. The smell of bacon makes me ill. The taste of bacon burns my tongue. It is tough. It is hard. It is nothing I want to consume. If you put bacon on a burger and then go, oops, and then take it off, you've now ruined the burger for me because now it tastes like bacon. Um, I have a family. I, I know of several other women who don't like bacon. I think it's a female thing. I'm sorry. And I know of several women who love bacon. I, I know a couple of guys who don't do pork either, so... And I'm not a fan of ham, and that's mostly a textural thing. It's just really coarsely textured, but... Bacon is a strong odor that just won't go away for a while either. That's why I love to cook it, and my kitchen will smell of it for two days. And I, mm-hmm. to me, yeah, I, I, husband, I love it, but... My husband tends to cook it when I'm not in the house just to try to do me a little favor and it'll open up the windows. But it is one of the things that will just flat out freaking ruin a dish for me 
I, you're not the only person who I know has that opinion of bacon, which I Please tell my husband he thinks that that makes you, me inhuman. You, you, oh, you're, you're not alone. My, 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 my good friend Ryan's fiance is, is another person who, who can't stand bacon. and my, I, my ex couldn't stand bacon. So. See, and, and I, think, I think it's really a female-linked thing. I don't it, know it, any it, guys. Her, her mom liked me more than, than she liked her, so anytime I was over, <laughs> we had bacon. Okay. Yeah, okay, now, now I'm pretty sure I know which ex it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the only one. <laughs> well, you've had more than one group of you. Well, yeah. the only one that, that right. labeled the ex. Yes. The ex. Yes, yeah, so there's, there's a capital T on that, the, yeah. But, yeah, uh... I drove a couple of my ex-girlfriends crazy. Only yeah. a couple? Yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah. No, I... I I'm a fan of bacon. I, I love me and my bacon. But I, I understand where bacon is something that can be a, a very divisive it's thing. It's very, very strongly flavored. Yes, it? there is no question that it is a powerful flavor. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about bacon bits? They're not bacon. They're not bacon, and they don't taste like bacon. No, they taste like the worst part of bacon. And mostly they're just overly salty. I also don't like things that are overly salty because... It it again like pepper. It like just say it, Dave. If you want to say it, no, let's hear it. No, say it, Dave. <laughs> say it, Dave. Things that are overly salty. No, no, no. The the say it, Dave. <laughs> Fine, don't. <laughs> Punk. Mind salt. It has a chemical flavor. So like, I'll say like Morton salt. You know, we should, we should, it's we chemical. should pull out the, the Brulotti waves for her. See, the... see, this is what, like I said, this is what I want you to say it, Dave. Say it how you like to say it. Salt. Thank you. It's been a thing. Yeah. Okay. But. Salt. Okay, now you can stop, Dave. Please stop, Dave. Salt. <laughs> yes, it's, 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 it's his foghorn call. Mm-hmm. Anyway. It's some residents. Dave, you said you had a toast to take us out. Oh, yeah, I totally do. Yeah. Because the semester is over in, like, a day. So so to the end of the semester. To the end uh, of the semester. Winter break. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs>